Just a quick reminder, if you've been trying links that I've mentioned on any of these recent episodes of the show and they don't work, technology changes and some of the things we offer change. So what we've decided to do is put everything that's current over at photobizhelp.com forward slash links. And anything that isn't current probably won't work. So if you're having trouble with a link that doesn't work, that's probably why. Head on over to photobizhelp.com forward slash links. Or if you're following along at photobizhelp on Instagram, it's the link in the bio. The number one reason we always say like blogging is not dead, you should be blogging, is because your website is only going to have pretty much a finite amount of pages, right? You're going to have your home about services, maybe a few sales pages if you want to like dive into each of your different offers. But the best way to add more pages to your site and have other avenues of people finding you is through creating blog posts. Because every single blog post you write is going to be another avenue that you can then rank on Google for, that people can then search something that you can then help them with. And if you're ranking well for that specific topic that people are searching for, they're going to go to your site. They're going to start to trust you more. This is the Photo Business Help Podcast, a resource for photographers of all levels from brand new to burnt out who believe that business growth starts with personal growth. I'm your host, Natalie Jennings. I created Jennings Photo back in 2010 and have been happily full-time since, but not without some mistakes along the way. Those lessons, plus what's really helped me thrive financially and personally are what I want to share with you so you can grow with your photo business too. You'll also hear stories from other photographers and industry folks, as well as my favorite ways to be more mindful and happier on this journey. I had so much fun doing this episode with Jesse and KP of Inkpot Creative. We're talking about some of the must-have things on your website, why these things are important for attracting clients. If you're having trouble attracting the right clients, if you're wondering the secret sauce to actually getting clients in the door or just in your email box. We cover all of this. And these two are total experts. Not only do they have incredible tips to give you that you can just take and do right now today that are really simple, but they also offer some really great educational tools and they offer services. So if you're just like, I don't even want to look at my blog or I don't want to look at my website, they've got you covered there too. So if you'd like to check out their blogging basics course, walking you through all the things to get the most SEO out of your blogging. If you're like, I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to do. You can go to inkpot creative forward slash photo biz help. Check it out. This is exactly the thing that'll coast you into the new year with all the stuff you need to attract clients. Jesse and KP inkpot creative. Our conversation will follow words from the folks that support this show. So are you one of those folks that say, "Ugh, I'm not blogging in my business because it takes so long and I don't know what to say and it's hard to choose photos and it's just a long process and I know I should do it, but I don't. Well, I've been there before, but one of the things that completely changed this game for me is when PickTime rolled out their blog feature early spring in February 2023. It not only allows you to create super, super beautiful blog posts, but you can do it so, so, so fast working with galleries that you've already uploaded for clients. So there isn't any doubling down on anything. And now they've added AI to this process as well. So you may have your feelings about AI, but if you're one of those people that's like, ugh, I don't know what to say, then let AI write something for you. And then you can add your own little 
voice and flair to it after it's done. It's a way to get things started. It's a way to help you get past that resistance of trying to get a blog post out or maybe multiple blog posts out. It's just one more feature in PickTime's bajillion amazing features that I think is fabulous. So if you're on the fence about trying PickTime, they are offering you one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So you can just try it. And if you find that you don't like any of these awesome features that I always talk about, you can cancel. If you go to pick-time.com, P-I-C-T-I-M-E.com and use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, you get that one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So that's pick-time.com, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP and try that one month free and get going on your blog because yes, it's still a relevant thing and it's something that's useful in growing your photo business. Attention photographers, ready to nail those mini sessions this year? Well, look no further. 17 Hats presents the Mini Sessions 101 course and it's absolutely free. Get expert tips from award-winning photographers, Philip and Eileen Bloom, while discovering how 17 Hats handles client management and automation for a flawless event. Level up your mini sessions, enroll at minisessions101.com. And if you're new to 17 Hats, be sure to use our code PHOTOBIZHELP for 50% off your first year membership. That's PHOTOBIZHELP for 50% off your first year membership with 17 Hats. And once again, that URL is minisessions101.com. Well, welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you reached out. And this is a topic that you both have a ton of expertise in that I think, at least in my world, working with folks in my coaching program, many people need help with. So, and we're talking about SEO and websites and just and blogging and all of the things that I think ultimately still, all these years later, I've been doing this a long time, still are necessary to attract clients. It's not just about like Instagram. Like it's a little Instagram, but you guys are nodding your head. So I'll, I'll just let jump in wherever and uh, maybe introduce yourself and then we'll just, we'll dive into some of this stuff. Yeah, of course. So hi, I'm KP. I am the founder of Inkbox Creative, which is a queer led brand and website design studio for photographers who are leading their industry by creating something different. And I am Jesse. I am the web developer here at Inkpot, as well as writing blog posts for a lot of our clients to you know, not only give them a site that looks amazing, that KP designed, but also helping them find a way to actually bring traffic to that new site and get clients on Google without having to constantly be posting on Instagram and social media and keeping up with everything. Yeah. Well, and the stuff that that you've created is beautiful. I was looking through everything as I usually do before a show. I would love to just jump right into the whole blogging thing because it's something I've talked about a lot over the years. It's something that I hit a sticking point with so many of my clients. You know, like, I know I should blog, but... I'm not blogging. And I always say those posts are going to work for you for years. I have posts that are like from 10 years ago that are still some of my top ranking posts and you can't do that anywhere else. So I'm going to not be the one that gets excited about this, but can we just jump in about the importance of Google still, even though social media is really popular? Yeah, absolutely. So the number one reason we always say like blogging is not dead, you should be blogging is because your website is only going to have pretty much a finite amount of pages, right? Like you're going to have your home about services, maybe a few like sales pages if you want to like dive into each of your different offers. But the best way to add more pages to your site and have other avenues of people finding you is through 
creating blog posts because every single blog post you write is going to be another avenue that you can then rank on Google for that people can then search something that you can then help them with. And if you're ranking well for that specific topic that people are searching for, they're going to go to your site. They're going to tr- start to trust you more and they're going to you know, search around your website and reach out to you over somebody else. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to add about that, Jesse? I think it is one of the things that a lot of people have misconceptions about with what people actually use blogs for. But like KP said, blogging is not dead. You probably go on blogs at least once a week. Anytime you look up a recipe, that's on a blog. Anytime you're Googling best places to go eat, like, yeah, you might end up on something like Yelp sometimes, but like odds are you're going to get a list from a blog. Everyone is using blogs. So you as a photographer, you are an expert. You are positioned perfectly to talk about these topics. And I think one of the biggest things with blogging that people maybe don't understand or don't love is that it is a long-term game. Like you said, you have posts from 10 years ago that are ranking for you, but it's not something that probably ranked immediately. It wasn't the next day it was bringing in traffic. It is a waiting game a little bit. You have to obviously do research, keyword research. You have to put effort into it, but it is something that you you know, need to expect, okay, this is going to bring me traffic, but it might take a couple of months for me to start ranking higher up on Google. And once it's there, as long as it's still good content, you keep it updated. Updating blog posts is great, especially if you are, say, a wedding photographer and doing a venue roundup of some of the best venues. You want to make sure that those venues are still in business because unfortunately, some of them do close. So we don't want to have a blog post where you put you know, seven venues and four of them are no longer in business. But also, the venues that were around five years ago can be very different from the venues that are around today. So you want to make sure that you keep it updated, you add new things to it, kind of keep it competitive in the online space to make sure that it is still ranking and bringing you those traffic and bringing you those ideal clients who want to do the thing that you do. They want to get photography. They're trying to figure out how to, you know, what to do to prepare for a brand shoot or where to get family photos taken or couples photos or where to get married or anything like that. So they're looking for questions and ideas around your business and what you do. And this is just a great way to lead them. You give them all the information, you answer all the questions and like, oh my God, this is great. Let me just look at their services because their photos in this blog post are amazing and are exactly what I want. And I can do all of this in one go and I've checked off all my boxes and now I'm set. Yeah. You covered a lot of stuff there, but the one thing that I want to make sure I reiterate, and I say this a lot too, but Blogging is a lot like growing out your hair or planting a plant or something. You know, you have to just give it a few minutes. And then once it catches, though, it is so awesome to have that out there because I don't know of any time I've wanted to make a relatively high investment in something that I didn't first Google it and then go read about it and then make sure that the person I was going to hire had was a real person or had a real product. And I think that's a huge service that our blogs provide for us is this ability to validate us as business people, you know, in the marketplace. But if you're charged, if you're expecting somebody to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on your product and you don't really have much to show for it on the internet, I get that social media works for some people, but not everybody's there. And I still get eight, nine out of 10 of my clients come from Google. So it's a real thing for sure. Yeah. And I definitely think having that 
Instagram's great and people can see your photos and they can follow you and whatnot, but you can't put all the information on Instagram. People are going to want to know more about the like nitty gritty details, more about how to actually do things. Most of the time, if people are getting photos taken, it might be the first time they've ever gotten photos taken. So yes, they might look good, but they're also like, I don't know what to expect. Like, I don't know what to wear. I don't know how the day's going to work. Like all of those things are blog post topics that people are going to search for and that can give them more information than what you realistically can put on your social media. Yeah. KP, did you want to add something or just, just... No, I was agreeing because especially on Instagram, I find that people tend to, we always think people are reading our captions, but a lot of the times, you know, they're just going to like that first photo and then just keep scrolling. Like they're not even necessarily going to scroll through everything. I try to think of like my own habits on Instagram. I'm one of those people who will always post like those long educational posts. And I'm like, I don't even know if people read these because in my own habits, I definitely don't. Like I'm more likely to go find something like TikTok or even just on Google to find like a blog post that covers the same thing. Yeah. I'm glad that you brought up this whole topic thing because one of the things that comes up a lot in my coaching is I don't know what to say in a blog post. I don't know why I should be sharing the 12th family photo shoot that I've done this. You know, I think photographers get stuck in this, you know, in the early days, the early days, which is really like dating me. But I mean, this is like 13, 14 years ago when the internet was literally a new thing for people, some of those long form, just look at my photos I took things worked really, really well with alt tagging and everything. And that's still a thing, but I heard you mention wedding venues, for example, a huge portion of the folks I work with are like, yeah, lifestyle, family photographers, wedding photographers. So maybe we could dive in a little bit. And I've done a couple of episodes about this and we'll link to them in the show notes, but I want to get your thoughts on topics that are helpful for people. If they're just sitting here listening right now, what are maybe one or two things that they could sit down and do right now that would help them? <laughs> so when it comes to blog posts, there tends to be three types that we always recommend, but especially photographers, it's going to be more of these first two. So the first one is educational. Those are going to be like your BuzzFeed type posts. So, you know, the ones that are like 11 best places to take a photo in Las Vegas or something like that. Those are going to be the ones that are really just going to be serving a purpose of educating whoever is looking for that specific topic. We find that those tend to be the ones that will get you the most traffic in the long run, but those are the ones too that take a little bit longer to rank for. The next one is a gallery type post or a portfolio type post. So that one could be really easy to do if you just sit and think about, okay, what was the last gallery that I just delivered? If you can find a keyword related to that gallery, then you are golden. That's going to be one that tends to be, depending on your city or location, I'll say, tends to be pretty easy to rank. And that can be one where you literally just talk all about that photo shoot. One thing to bear in mind is that, unfortunately, you don't want to put like your entire gallery into the post. That's one of the biggest mistakes we always see. You do really want to put information first. So try to think of the person who would be typing in a specific keyword to Google what they would want to know. So I'm trying to think of an example. So we're in Vegas. So let's say maybe you did a seven Magic Mountain shoot because we got our brand photos taken there. So you're trying to rank for, you know, seven Magic Mountains photo shoot. Someone searching for that is going to want to know a little bit more information about the actual location, maybe like the best time to go, where to go once they're there, things like that, more so than, you know, all about Jesse and I, because we were the people in the photo shoot. So really just try to focus a lot on the information that somebody's going to want to see. And then the last one is affiliates, like an affiliate type post. So if you're part of any affiliate programs, those can be great to write posts for if you do want to make any passive income from your blog. So for instance, you know, maybe you use like 17 hats or HoneyBook for your CRM. 
They probably have an affiliate program that you can join. And if you can just write about why you love that product, people search for reviews a lot. And again, that's going to be one that's more so for other photographers rather than you know your clients. But it can be a great way to start to boost your passive affiliate income on your site as well. It's so helpful to be reminded, especially as a photographer, that you don't have to write about just the photo that you just took, that you can write about all kinds of other things related to your business that might be helpful in your... My post that I was referring to that's forever ago was when the VSCO, the Visco film stuff came out. This is like 2010, maybe. And I did a bunch of posts reviewing the new packs when they'd come out. And I get many hits every single day still from those. You know, I mean, that was not geared towards my clients at all. I mean, clients like wedding people that just get engaged aren't looking for like Visco film pack reviews, but photographers are. And I think just any way that you can boost your SEO is going to float all of your other stuff to the top as well. So just keeping that in mind is a little thought I had. Yeah, definitely. And I think there's so many topics that you can write about. And honestly, in almost any industry, I really don't see a way that you can run out of blog post topics or keywords to write about. Like everyone's like, I don't know what to write about or anything like that. And if you're thinking like, okay, where do I start? If you are a wedding photographer, you can take a roundup of the best wedding venues in your city or in your state that you love to shoot at. So say you have 15 wedding venues there that you put in that roundup post. That's one post there. But then you can write a post about each one of those wedding venues. So you have 16 posts right there. If you post twice a month, that's eight months of content. You almost have your entire year planned out with one idea. So ah, I love it. I think when you think about breaking it down to things that people ask you every single day, if you have clients come in and ask you questions, so a lot of times people will get like, what do I wear for a photo shoot? Photo shoot outfit ideas, breaking it down to winter photo shoot, fall photo shoot, spring photo shoot, summer photo shoot, like people are asking all of those specific things. So there's so much content out there that you can actually write on. I think sometimes we're like, okay, here's the one post about outfits or here's the one post about venues, but people are going to be searching for specific things within that as well. So you might think, oh, I'm writing so much content on this one thing. Like nobody's going to want to read all of these. People most likely aren't going to go through your blog and read every single post on your blog. They're going to be coming to your blog to read specific things. They can read more information about that if you have it. We always suggest having some sort of like, check out these posts next or like read more section at the bottom of your post to link related posts and keep people on your site and going. So you can kind of like interlink and keep related posts and related venues or related cities together to give people more ideas and show your expertise even more. But realistically, there is a endless amount of information, questions, topics that people are going to be searching for that you do are involved with every single day that you might not even think about that you can answer the questions. That's a whole blog post. And you know, you're not even having to do research because you're like, I go to this venue all the time. I go to a photo shoot here all the time. I know everything. Like, let me just sit down for an hour, write everything down, and there's my blog post. And you nailed it because that one of the episodes I was referring to about just kind of getting past this block of like, what do I blog about? Just look at your last 20 emails from potential clients and how many of the same questions you've answered over and over and over again. I mean, I know I've answered the same questions a bajillion times and those are perfect things to write about. Or even if you don't want to put it publicly on your page, like you can create a hidden 
page in your website that you just link to and give to people every time that they need all these questions answered and it's still bouncing them back to your site and boosting your SEO in a different way. So I think that I'm just glad that you brought it up because it's one of those things I bump into all the time and I'm always telling people like, just listen to the show where I talk about this like 10 times a month. But no, I appreciate that. I'd love to hear a little bit more about your business, your company, what you're offering folks that are looking for a little help in their their website in general, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So we primarily do websites on Show It. That is where we love designing websites. We're Show It Design Partners. So we have their stamp of approval. But our main goal and what we love to do is to help give photographers personality-driven websites where it looks and feels like them our like number one compliment is when somebody comes back and they're like, I showed this to my friend and they just said that it like screamed me. Like you can see my personality, you know exactly who I am, you know exactly what it's going to be like working with me. Everyone feels like seen and heard on the site. So we're super big on inclusivity and diversity and making sure that it's not the whole world can look at your site and envision themselves in your photos and actually see themselves, you know, on their wedding day or at their family photo shoot or at their brand shoot, whatever it might be. So we love personality driven websites. That is our specialty. We also do have blog writing services that we do. So we write posts for our clients to post monthly to help them gain that traffic. And this is where we have a lot of knowledge on what people are searching for for photographers because we're finding keywords for them every single month. And we can promise you we've been blogging for some people for, I don't know, maybe close to a year and a half now and haven't even come close to running out of keywords for them. So it is almost impossible to run out of keywords, but just helping them kind of get a better understanding of SEO and blogging and taking it off their plate because sometimes we all have great intentions but busy season comes around and you just, it's hard to keep it going. And so we're kind of just that extra helping hand, give them the keywords, make sure that they're writing posts that are actually going to rank that people are searching for and they're not wasting their time because that's the other thing we see a lot of times with, I'd say photographers specifically is writing posts, putting all this effort in, but no one's actually searching for what they're writing about. So you just spend an hour, two hours, three hours writing a blog post that no one's ever going to see. And it kind of feels like a waste of time. So making sure that people have client or have blog posts that people are actually searching for, bringing traffic to their site, bringing in more clients and more leads. But our bread and butter is websites on show it, that kind of scream. This is my personality. This is who I love to work with. This is who I want to work with and kind of giving people a site that they're proud to send to clients and their friends and anything like that. I love that. I would love to just ask people who are listening right now, are you proud to show other people your website right now? And I guarantee you there's a few that are like, oh. so here's one huge resource for you. Those of you who need a little help with that link in the show notes, obviously, but also the blogging, you know, if you're struggling with that, I mean, ask for help and there's services that are available. I think that's amazing that you both do that. I like this idea of just like a personality driven brand. Can we talk about that a little bit more? Can you explain maybe just sort of like what that looks like? Maybe just an example or for people that are like, what do you mean? Yeah. So I think for us, a personality driven brand 
is kind of one of two things. One, a little bit of it has to do with the copy that's on your site, which obviously we don't do. But making sure that the vibe of your site, what people see when they land on your site, is the same vibe that they're seeing on your Instagram, is the same vibe that they're seeing when they get on a discovery call with you. And that's what they can expect when they you know, have their session with you or their wedding with you or anything like that. So very much making it clear who you are, what you stand for, what you love, how you kind of work and operate so that people aren't surprised. People aren't seeing you and being like, oh, I expected a super introverted person because I'm introverted and that's how you kind of sound on Instagram, but you're super extroverted and this might be a little overwhelming for me and maybe you're not the right fit. So we kind of look at the copy side of making sure that everything connects, but then also making sure that your personality comes through in the actual design. So if you are super fun and bright and bubbly, maybe you have fun elements on your site that are little icons or we have people who have done little like wavy rainbows and stuff throughout their site to add little pops of color or even being able to kind of show off your style. We've had very different types of photographers. We have luxury New York City photographers that have more of a maybe like a little bit of an editorial vibe and it's a little more darker and moodier, but it still has some pops of color and it draws your attention. But then we have people who are like, no, I want my website to be like bright and colorful and rainbow and I want to show all of this off. And theirs is the complete opposite vibe, but it attracts the clients that they want to work with. Those luxury clients who want that editorial vibe are going to go over here. And the ones that want that bright color pop are going to go over here. And that's not to say that they're not going to pay the same amount of money. They can absolutely pay the same amount for those two services, but it's all about style. Photography is an art. You want to make sure that the people you are working with appreciate that and want to hire you because of your art and your style. So making sure that that style and that personality comes through in the design and they really get a feel for what it is going to be like working with you so that if they do get on a discovery call or anything, they're already like, absolutely, I want to hire you. I have this question, but like I'm on board, send the contract, like you are my photographer. That's always our main goal is to make that that process so much easier. So people are like, yep, I'm done. You're it. Let's go. It's twofold too, because you know, when someone comes to you on a discovery call and is like, I'm already sold on you, a lot of times those end up being the clients that you're gonna be a lot more excited to work with. So it's kind of going, you know, getting you a better fit client both ways. I love that you just said that, KP, because I mean you can feel, I talk about a lot of like intuitive business decisions and stuff like that. Just the feeling you get when you get an email and you're like, or like, yay. And my absolute favorite clients in all the years I've been doing this are the ones that found me and already knew. They're like, we just want to work with you. And you're just like, okay, let's do it. And I think, and I'm still working through this and iterating this, but one of the things that is difficult to do when you're trying to get clients and trying to build momentum is to repel people. But it's so important to be able to do that. I had a, I don't know if it's still up on my site, but it's, I kind of rotate my copy sometimes. But one of the things that I was saying for a while on my site is like, if you want like a posed photo with like straightened collars and everyone looking great, then I am not your photographer, you know, just saying that. And, you know, that's not a very bold, crazy thing to say, but people definitely hesitate to do that because again when you're trying to build a business it's counterintuitive to try and like repel people but i promise if you repel people 
and stay true to like what you want to do, you're going to have the best clients ever. And I think that gets really cool that you help people do that. Yeah, I definitely think repelling people like you're right. People are totally scared to do it, but they're not going to be people that you're going to love to work with anyway. So why spend your time or they're going to people they get on a discovery call, you go and do this whole process, you spend a lot of time, you know, sending proposals and doing all this stuff. And then they just ghost or they say no or they walk away. And you're like, well, now I feel like I just wasted all this time on a client that at the beginning I knew probably wasn't the right fit for me. And also you don't want to fill up your schedule with people who aren't the right fit and then not be able to take on the people that are the right fit because you just don't have any space. So like creating that space for people who are going to be your ideal clients is going to attract them more as well and bring them into your schedule and onto your calendar and into your bookings. Yeah, a thousand percent. I'm glad that you said that. Okay. <laughs> it's fun. It's, I don't think I've, I think that I've only done maybe a handful of shows with two folks and it's really fun to do, but I'm always like, wait, did you, and no one can see what we're doing, but I think we'll start recording these maybe next year. It'll be fun for people. I would love to just hear your thoughts before we wrap up here. Just a tip that you have, like a random tip that comes to mind about websites, whether it's like what to do or not to do. If you're doing it right now, stop or make sure you do this or just something to leave people with that they feel excited about. And then in addition to that, the best place to find you and, and get in touch other than the show notes. Okay. So my weird fact is going to be when people land on your website, they actually read in an F. So try to put your contact button all the way over to the right on the top if you can, because their eyes are going to stop there and then they're going to go down and read the next thing. So that's always one of our like best tips for trying to increase conversions. Another really good tip kind of going along with that. I feel like now I'm giving a double tip, but if you can put a button behind the word contact in your navigation bar, like, you know, just putting like a little color block behind it, that's going to draw the eye even more. Beautiful. That's awesome. I'm like thinking through my stuff like, okay, F, F. that's great. And then when it, for me, the one thing that I always like to say specifically with photographers is be careful with your galleries and making sure that one, you're updating them because people want to see your most recent images or the images that you love the most. But two, as much as you love all 600 photos, people aren't necessarily going to want to scroll through all 600 photos. So generally we say 30 to 50 images is the sweet spot when it comes to galleries. If people want to see more, one, that's great because they like your work and they want to see more of it. But two, you can always send them gallery links on the side in an email to ask for more, or they can go to your blog and see all the images on your blog. But we don't want to create an endless scroll of images on our site where clients are like, I can't even get to the bottom. Now I have to spend just as much time getting back to the top to click to the next page. Like They might click out of it. Well, we see that a lot with photographers. So as much as it's hard to do, maybe even ask your friend, be like, okay, can you look through these and tell me which ones you like the best? Because it can be really easy to get like emotionally attached to the photos and be like, no, but these are all amazing. And they are all amazing. But we want to make sure that we're only putting a finite amount on the site so it's not overwhelming to people. You've opened up a whole other can of worms with that one and me. Because I'm just like, my first thought is like, why is anyone getting 600 photos to begin with <laughs> like who has the time to do this and I did have the time like 10 years ago I was giving away these massive galleries but if you have you can tell a great story in a minimal amount of photos too and I know weddings are a little bit different but even so you know I think that's amazing advice because it's the first thing I mean I love looking at other photographers stuff and even my most favorite photographers if it's too long I'm like I'm out so I think that's really brilliant 
Okay. Where's the best place to find you? So we're most active over on Instagram. We're at Inkpot Creative over there. You can also catch us on our website, inkpotcreative.com and our podcast, which is called The Unexpected Entrepreneur. Amazing. Well, thank you both so much for reaching out and for coming on the show. I think we just gave people a bajillion things to do. I'm even like, okay, I got to check this and I'm going to do that. And I think it's really, really useful. So hopefully a few folks reach out and we'll have to do this again sometime. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, you're welcome. So are you one of those folks that say, "Ugh, I'm not blogging in my business because it takes so long and I don't know what to say and it's hard to choose photos and it's just a long process and I know I should do it, but I don't. Well, I've been there before, but one of the things that completely changed this game for me is when PickTime rolled out their blog feature early spring in February 2023. It not only allows you to create super, super beautiful blog posts, but you can do it so, so, so fast working with galleries that you've already uploaded for clients. So there isn't any doubling down on anything. And now they've added AI to this process as well. So you may have your feelings about AI, but if you're one of those people that's like, ugh, I don't know what to say, then let AI write something for you. And then you can add your own little voice and flair to it after it's done. It's a way to get things started. It's a way to help you get past that resistance of trying to get a blog post out or maybe multiple blog posts out. It's just one more feature in PickTime's bajillion amazing features that I think is fabulous. So if you're on the fence about trying PickTime, they are offering you one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So you can just try it. And if you find that you don't like any of these awesome features that I always talk about, you can cancel. If you go to pick-time.com, P-I-C-T-I-M-E.com and use the code PHOTOBIZHELP, you get that one month free when you upgrade to a paid plan. So that's pick-time.com, use the code PHOTOBIZHELP and try that one month free and get going on your blog because yes, it's still a relevant thing and it's something that's useful in growing your photo business. Attention photographers, ready to nail those mini sessions this year? Well, look no further. 17 Hats presents the Mini Sessions 101 course and it's absolutely free. Get expert tips from award-winning photographers, Philip and Eileen Bloom, while discovering how 17 Hats handles client management and automation for a flawless event. Level up your mini sessions, enroll at minisessions101.com. And if you're new to 17 Hats, be sure to use our code PHOTOBIZHELP for 50% off your first year membership. That's PHOTOBIZHELP for 50% off your first year membership with 17 Hats. And once again, that URL is minisessions101.com.